we understand that when you have that kind of relationship with money, then you tend to repel money away from you instead of attracting money, success, wealth, prosperity, joy, peace into your life. And if you don't want any of those things, then you better get off that show because that's the end result of hanging with us a little too long. So like I tell you each and every morning, I have no problem with you not wanting to be wealthy. I only have a problem with you when you have a problem with me wanting to be wealthy. If you are content with where you are, good for you. But don't let my aspirations to be a billionaire, and yes, I said it, that's billion with a B, rub you the wrong way. So if you've never seen a future billionaire, I want you to take a screenshot, jeez, and watch me work. But also watch everybody else on the stream works because we're working together and we're striving. There's not a single billionaire on this planet that has ever gotten there without helping others become mega millionaires, decamillionaires, millionaires, six-figure earners and the likes. So instead of watching from the sideline, I advise you to get in the game with us. Really quickly, one last announcement before I bring my guy onto the show. Uh, if you are trying to build your brand online and you're not using video, then you might want to start. And a good place to start is with my video marketing class that's going down tonight, just 47 bucks. Uh, can get you in that class, and I'm going to teach you some tricks and tips on what you can do to incorporate video in uh, building your brand, even if you don't like to get in front of the camera. I can show you how to use video in your branding, and you won't ever have to get in front of a camera. I can show you that tonight. So the link is in the comments somewhere. I'll put it in the description once the video is done uh, so that you can have that. But again, uh, register for that and you also get my uh, free course on uh, how to win with Facebook ads uh, as a thank you for subscribing to that class tonight 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time is when we go live with that class and I'm gonna teach you everything I know about video marketing for just 47 bucks can't beat that so without further ado guys the gentleman that I'm going to introduce to you is somebody that I've learned a tremendous amount of, of what I do from a marketing standpoint from. Uh, I watched this guy, uh, got a chance to talk to him a few times, met him a, a couple times live at a few events uh, uh, nationally uh, that we've attended together. And, and the brother is just a phenomenal dude and what it is the perfect fit for my brother's keeper speaker series because my brother's keeper speaker series is all about brothers who are doing big things in entrepreneurship and in business but these brothers are also doing big things in their communities. And then the third thing, these brothers are also willing to share the love with other brothers to help them ascend to where they are. And this brother meets all three of those criterias above and beyond. He loves his community, he loves building his business, and he loves the idea of helping other brothers get to his level and he holds nothing back y'all so i want to introduce to some and present to others everybody's your favorite entrepreneur's favorite entrepreneur mr markwell russell top of the morning to you sir how's it going brother top of the morning brother i'm amazing bro how you doing thanks for having me on i am doing wonderful man i'm glad you were able to make a few 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 my, uh, minutes for us to jump on man because i know you're a very busy guy building a multi-million dollar empire from scratch. And that's one of the things that I teach, man, is when you build things from scratch, right, you, you take raw ingredients that really aren't valuable in and of themselves, but if you put them together in the right mix, and I want you to really get into your story a little bit because you took a little bit of heartache losing your mom. You took a little bit of 
of, of trouble uh, uh, that you got into as a youth. You took a little bit of, of bad advice from, from some bad friends. You took a little bit of, of tenacity. You took a little bit of drive and determination. And you mix all that stuff in the right proportions. And lo and behold, out pops the oven a million dollar empire, brother. So tell everybody who you are and how you've been able to build that empire from scratch. Yeah, man. First off, thank, once again, thanks so much for having me on and everything that you do, man. And um, you, you said something real critical there. You said it's really about, you can hear me okay, right? Yes, yes. Good. Okay, great. So you said it's really about taking something that most people will see as nothing and turning it into something. So I recently coined myself as the modern day alchemist. So a lot of people don't understand in alchemy, yeah. it's about taking like lead and turning it into gold. Yeah. And that's really, really what I've been blessed to be able to do. So real quick, um, I'm Mark Russell. I'm out here in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm here in my home office. You can see my bookshelf and my green walls. But um, <laughs> it's all intentional, right? Right. So, um, so yeah, so I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. My, um, my mom raised me and my two sisters by herself. I grew up in a drug-infested environment. And where I'm from, you know, they say I'm, I'm 32 now, so most people say that I'm either should be dead or in jail or working a job, getting paid about, you know, $722 a month. Right, because I, I dropped out of high school when I was in tenth grade, so I have a ninth grade education. Um, because ultimately, when I, even when I was a young at a young age, the ideal job for people who are growing up, they want to get a job working for the city. So just in case you don't know what working for the city is, that's those guys who in your your city they wear the neon jackets and they you know fix the potholes in the streets. So you know when you're riding down and you see traffic like crazy, and you get up and you see them doing construction. It's those guys who who know a lot of that traffic. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing, not taking anything from those guys. But that was my life, even when I was young, because where I grew up, everybody was broke. You know, if you ask somebody for some money to go to the candy lady, they used to say, um, money don't go on trees. What you think this is? And so at, at that young age, my entrepreneurial um, gifts start to strike up. So I start doing things like knocking on doors, taking out trash, you know, all different types of stuff just to get a couple bucks to go to the candy lady. And mm -hmm. at this time, I don't know about the rest of the listeners, but, you know, we see like syrup sandwiches and drink sugar yeah. water and stuff like that. Yeah. So I just wanted more. I just wanted, I wanted to create wealth. I was always fascinated about money because my cousins at that time, these guys was having money. They was having bank rolls, nice clothes and all this. Mm -hmm. And I found out what they were doing, they were selling drugs. So one thing led to another. I ended up going that route, jumped out mm -hmm. in the streets at a very young age. Uh, and began to get really good at it and started making money. I was really young, bought my first car when I was 15, 16, rather. Um, and I was actually doing telemarketing, but I used to keep me some money from doing mm -hmm. other things. I was always entrepreneurial. So one thing led to another. I ended up dropping out of high school in 10th grade, went in the streets full time. And of course, going that, going in that life, you end up you just kind of come with the territory. So I started going to jail. I had my first son when I was 19. And when I was, I turned 19, locked up, two, two, two significant things happened when I was 19. I, t I, locked, I, was, I was turned 19, locked up, and my first son was born when I was 19, all locked up. So I said, okay, when I get out, I got to do something different because my dad wasn't around growing up. So I said, okay, if I keep going down this path, you know, I'm going to end up being absent in my son's life like my dad was in my life. So I said, I'm going to get me two jobs. I'm going to try this job thing out. I'm going to get me two jobs. I know one just ain't going to get it. Everybody who I knew who had one job was broke. So I was like, I'm going to have to get me two. So I got out, and I ended up, you know, kind of dabbling in the streets a little bit. Well, I kind of wasn't, but a friend of mine got me a job working at this place called Petro. It's on Bankhead here in Atlanta. I was changing oil and tires on these big 18-wheelers. And one day I was looking at the price list, 
And they said that every hour they make $300 off of the work that I do. And I was only getting paid $8 an hour. So I was like, okay, where I'm from, that's called pimping. So (laughs) I'm out of here. I was like, man, I can sit at home and figure out how to come up with $8 an hour. I'm here all day. I'm covered in oil. It's just terrible. So I said, I can figure it out. So I jumped back in the streets. I guess this is my way of justifying getting back in in the streets. Right. Because I had this job. I remember like it was, I had this job. I took my son to the fair. And I couldn't afford to really do much at the fair. And I was like, this just isn't cool. Like, I was like, I got to go back to what I know best. So I kind of went back to the streets, went back that route. But I had a slightly different shift because I started an entertainment company where I was doing, like, artist management, club promotions, because I knew guys who rapped and did beats and things of that nature. And I was the business mind. So I started my first company. It's called Get To It Enterprises. I bought a, I, I like, I rented a, a storefront. It used to be a, a hair salon, we gutted the whole thing, put up, you know, surround sound and all that. And um, I, I basically rented out like a storefront. I was like 19 at this time, 19. I was 19. Had my own studio. I didn't know how to work any of the equipment, but I brought some guys in who worked the equipment. I had right. the guys who rapped. So we had our own label because I, I saw what Master P and those guys did with No Limit. So I was like, okay, maybe I can go that route. So I jumped in here first, started doing a music thing. And um, one night I was actually – Headed home, a friend of mine had invited me to a mixtape release party. So I was headed home one night. I wasn't going to go, but I ended up going because I told him I was going to go. And while hanging out in the club one night, this particular night, I'm in the drinking and smoking and hanging out. And a gentleman walks up to me and pitches me on this thing called network marketing. He didn't, he didn't say network marketing. He just walked up to me. He thought I was somebody else. I knew his face. He knew my face, but he thought I was somebody else. So he came up to me. And he was like, man, he was like, what's up, man? He was drinking, you know, they young, they kind of partying or whatever. So he was like, man, how many people you know with a cell phone? And I was like, well, everybody I know got a cell phone. And he was like, um, well, what, imagine if every time they paid their phone bill, you got paid. And I was like, well, that'd be pretty cool. And he was like, well, we just joined this thing. Um, you know, it was $500 to get started. He just came up. He was kind of new, so he was just pitching me like crazy. He was like, it's $500 to get started. You know, uh, this is in the third. You know, my millionaire mentor is going to be in town this week. You know, you should come out and meet her. So I'm like, okay, cool. So um, we exchanged information. We met like that Tuesday. I went to the meeting Wednesday. Um, I saw them. They started breaking down this network marketing thing. It's still, I still didn't know it was. I don't even. I didn't know what network marketing was. <laughs> I, had, I I was familiar with Kirby. I had did Kirby before, but it right. was just like, um, hey, we selling this video phone thing. You know, if you all you got to do is get two, and then they're gonna get two, and then they'll get two, and then they'll get right, two. Right. And before you know, you make a millions of dollars. You know, driving <laughs> these expensive cars, traveling the world, all this different stuff. So I'm like, right, okay, right. cool. I'm, 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 I'm buying. I bought in hook, line, and sinker. I'm like, I'm <laughs> in. I'm in. Five hundred dollars. I'm in. So um, I was like, y'all take cash, and they was like, well, no, nah, we only can do cards. I'm like, well, I don't have an account, bank account, or cards, and all that stuff. Right. So it took a couple of days. They showed me how to get a prepaid card from Walmart. I jumped into the business, and obviously, it wasn't as easy as they said it was going to be. Mm-hmm. People started telling me I was in a pyramid scheme. People were telling me <laughs> I was. I'm like, what is a pyramid scheme? I had never heard none of this stuff before. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, these people knew about the stuff before me. Like, what is a pyramid scheme? So I'm like, okay, but I guess one of the one of the seeds of because we always need that little mustard seed, right? Yeah. So okay. I reached the. One of the person I reached out to is my mom. God rest her soul, right? I reached out to her and was like, what do you think about this? Because mom always been a hustler. She always been up to something. So if it was a scheme, she would know. So I sent her the link, asked her to check it out. She hit me back and was like, hey, if you put some effort into it and market yourself, it can work. So I was like, okay. So I, so I started doing it. You know, people was telling me no. People were telling me I was crazy. So after a while, I still got to the point where I was like, 
All right, well, maybe they say, because I did club promotions. I know everybody in the city for the most part. But everybody was looking at me like I was crazy, like I had got tricked. So I was like, okay, well, maybe they did get me. The only $500, I get it back. So I kind of was like, I wasn't going to do it. So these guys were still reaching out to me once we signed me up. And they wanted to help me. I mean, they gave me a laptop. I mean, I had to keep it plugged in and all that. But cool, it was still a free laptop. I wasn't on social media or nothing. And it was like really there. Where I'm from, nobody really genuinely wants to help you succeed. You know, legitimately, right? Why do these people want to help me? Like, what's in it for them? I was just kind of, that's where I, where I was mentally. So one of them invited me to an event. He was like, bro, you should come to this event this coming Saturday. It's a national conference. Just so happened it was right here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Came, to, went to the conference. It was making so bad. When I woke up that morning, all my tires was flat on my car. That's a, that's, a, that's a whole other story, right? I won't even get into what happened with that. But long, I had to get my car towed. I'm on the way to the conference. I'm dressed and everything. Get outside. My tires all flat, all of them. Wow. So I had to get my car towed to the um, shop to get all my tires changed. Once I finally got that done, then I went down to the conference. And I went to this conference, and I see all these black people that look like me making all this money. They get cars. They're sharp. They're thinking another way. They're positive. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like maybe they could have tricked me, but they couldn't have tricked all these people. Right. So I came right. out of this event. I don't know what it was, but I came out of this event on fire. So I started getting some promotions and all that right out of the gate. I'm going to start walking across the stage. At this time, I didn't own a suit. So I was on the stage with polo shirt on, shorts, you know, Jordans. <laughs> and it was like um, one of my mentors, he was like, man, we got to get you a suit. So I went and got my first two suits or whatever, like two for 99 at D&K. Right. Right. So I'm like, all right, cool, cool. I like the suit thing. So long story short, my business started to plateau because I ran out of people to talk to. So I was like, okay, after we run out of our market, who do we talk to? Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, you know, you got to go to the malls and, you know, talk to people who come within three feet of you, you know, spam Facebook. We were spamming Facebook to the point where Facebook used to block us. Um, you know, just, they just like, just try to talk to people. That's, that's all they were saying. Right. So somebody on my team sent me a link one day about how you can sponsor and build your network marketing business online uh, mm-hmm. without going to home parties, without chasing friends and family. I'm like, okay, this is right up my alley. So I bought my right. first online course. It was actually an ebook. I paid almost, I paid like $40 for an ebook. Mm-hmm. Most people look at me crazy, but I, bought, I paid $40 <laughs> for this ebook and it completely changed everything as it relates to marketing. You get, it, mm-hmm. I learned about this thing called attraction marketing, attracting people to me versus going out having to find people. So I bought into right. a hook, line, and sinker. I started buying all kinds of courses, everything I get my hands on because I was fascinated about making this thing work. I literally went broke, went through all my savings. Because the key thing was I was buying all this stuff, consuming all this information, but I wasn't implementing anything. That's why I always right. tell people that information and knowledge is not power. That's what I thought. But yeah. until you apply that knowledge, that's when the power happens. So once wow. I started applying it, I started getting results. I mean, I was at a point where my girlfriend, she's my beautiful wife now, she was paying all the bills and everything. I was trying to figure this stuff out. I finally started getting some results. And then people started paying me to learn what I knew. And I was like, Wow. Then I learned about this thing called information marketing. Like people pay you for your information. Yeah. People will yeah. pay you for what you know. So I always tell people it's more money in what you know than what you do. So right. people start paying me to coach them on how I was getting leads. I hit the, I hit the, I was became the number one recruiter in one of the companies that I um, recently was with. Well, recently, you know, still got a spot in actually. Mm-hmm. Um, number one recruiter in the company, all online. People start paying me a lot of money to come speak and coach them and all this different mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like, wow, it's crazy. <laughs> so I found out that my passion was really coaching and training and speaking. Even though I had a huge fear of public speaking before all of this, once mm-hmm. I start, once I broke through that, start working on myself, 
through personal yeah. development and stuff like that. I became that. Now I get to speak all over the world, um, get to coach people all over the world, and teach them basically how to take their knowledge and expertise, turn it into an online business, and get people to pay them high prices for it, $3,000 or $10,000, just for their everyday walk-around knowledge that they thought wasn't really valuable. Mm -hmm. I show them how to package it up in a major way. So that's our wow. for-profit side of the business. And as you mentioned, I have an um, organization called I Am Breaking the Cycle, because All I right, always wait, wait, look, let me stop you right there. I don't okay, get into okay, that okay. just yet. Okay, okay, go, 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 go. So, okay. so, so, so you drop so much knowledge in, in this, and, and I really want my brothers to, to 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 get this because this is a path not uncommon to the one that I went down. A lot of people uh, who watch and know my story because I shared my testimony a few shows back. But when you have that entrepreneurial spirit as a young man, then Sometimes the people who love you the most don't see it, but those who don't love you but see that potential in that to abuse that spirit for their gain does see it, and that's how you get recruited into the street life and things of that nature. So a lot of brothers are falling into that path right now. Parents are are, are forcing school and, and get grades on kids and, and don't see that kids there's there's not a dropout rate there's a push out rate when it comes to young black boys especially because the school systems just don't cater to our needs and we need to be more hands-on than sit down and take notes and listen to dissertations for hours right and that's kind of where we are but we need more guys who understand that entrepreneurial spirit at a young, uh, uh, to, to be able to spot that in a young man or a young woman and say, hey, before you get recruited to the streets, let me recruit you and show you how you can make some positive money using Instagram. Or let me show you how to use, make some positive money by writing your first book about how you became the top point guard in the city or whatever. You gotta get them going down a different path, man, before they're recruited. So, so talk about that process. Do you remember the, the guys and the conversations that saw that entrepreneur, that hustler in you and say, hey, young blood, why don't you come over here and do this, that, and the other, and how we can change it. We can step into that same situation where they were pitching you on that. How receptive would you have been if somebody else were pitching you on something positive? You said you broke up. You said somebody was pitching me on, on something else? Yeah, and you got so so go back to that moment when you were being pitched on the street life, and what if somebody else was in the other ear pitching you on something positive? Hey, you can get the same money over here, young blood, but you ain't got to look over your shoulder. You ain't got to worry about the cops and all that kind of stuff. So go back to that place. When great, great, great. Okay, great. So so basically, so the, here's the interesting thing. I didn't really get. I guess I may I may have got subconsciously pitched on the street mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. But nobody, but nobody really came to me ever. Cause like even my cousins who was getting money, they was always like, "Hey man, go to school, all this different type mm -hmm. of stuff." Don't come. So I kind of subconsciously went that route because I saw mm -hmm. that's where the money was at at that time. I wanted to do the NBA thing just like everybody else, right? Mm -hmm. That's what I thought I wanted to do. But right. I want, I had to get my, I wanted to get money now. Right. So right. I went into the streets. I started figuring it out. I started getting my first little money, started going to buy me a little something here and there, and I started wasn't making no money. And I said, well, how am I not making no money? And I started just learning what I was doing wrong to start mm -hmm. making some money. It's kind of like in real business. I mean, you test right. and test and test, and then you figure out what you're doing wrong, find out what you did right, and then you do more of that. So right. it's kind of that same process. So to answer your question, so the best way to do, because like even with the young brothers I talk to now, it's like, because it's really like this. What I found is that 
if you can sell drugs, you understand business. Like, if you're good at it, right? Because, like, and here's the mentality. I always had this mentality. No matter what I do, I'm going to be the best in the world at it. So mm -hmm. when, I was, when I was selling drugs, my mission was to be the best, the biggest kingpin on the planet. Like, mm -hmm. I wasn't just going to be the nickel and dime guy. I'm like, I'm right. all in with this. I'm going to become mm -hmm. the best in the world. So I was studying guys like Pablo Escobar, Rachel Edmond, Nikki Barnes, all these big-time legendary drug, mm -hmm. drug kingpins, right? Because that was my vision at that time. Mm -hmm. So I was just all in. But I didn't realize that, hey, I, I understand business. So once you, if you can sell drugs, you understand marketing, right? You understand customer service. You understand leadership skills. You understand critical thinking. You understand yeah. finance. If you got to make a certain money, you understand profit and loss, right? Yeah. Because you know, okay, I spent this. Mm -hmm. I made this. I got to take this to go re-up with. And mm -hmm. then I do that again. You understand all that different stuff. So when you take territory. distribution, the whole nine yards, right? Territory, yeah. Territory, the whole nine yards. So when you understand that, you can literally, the legal stuff, you got you to gotta really understand how to put some money away for lawyer fees, for bond money. It's all profit and loss in finance. You make money, you yeah. put this away, you put this away, you go re-up, and then you, you know, do it all over again. And it's, so people don't, so, and then we, when we had these conversations, like you said, I mean, the key thing is when we talk into our youth and we say, well, go to school and don't deal drugs and all this, but we're not really giving them no other options. Yeah. And we're not yeah. putting it in a way that makes sense to God. So I got a buddy of mine who's in prison right now. He's my best friend who was growing up. He had 25 years. Um, then he ended up doing like 15 of it. And he was um, in the biggest thing. They're like, man, what you got for me when I come home? Another one of my guys, he was in the feds. He'd been gone 13 years. He was like, what you got for me when I come home? And like, what, what we going to do? And I'm like, look, I got quality. I got this real estate thing. Mm -hmm. That's some of my guys do it. They're going really good at real estate, you know. So I got different options, but we really got to show them like, hey, you can do this legitimately and make infinitely more money than mm -hmm. you would make in the streets without yeah. having to worry about nobody taking them from you, without having to, you know, worry about you know, sleeping with your pistol, having to go mm -hmm. to the door with the pistol all day, driving around right. with the pistol, all the different stuff. You can really build something significant, man. So I think. When you just have that insight, I think it just makes it that much powerful. Even, even if you got to use the drug analogies sometimes mm -hmm. to make it make sense. I mean, that's kind of right. how we learn. Exactly. Exactly. That, that, that's, that's a good, powerful answer, man, because I, I think you, you hit the nail on the head is we never answer their question. Their question is, how do I get money now? And then we tell them to go to school and get good grades. No, that's going to get me money 15 years from now when I graduate from college with a degree and hopefully find a job. We Maybe, never ask right? the question, how do I get money now? At 13, I need some Jordans or I need this. How do I get money now? And when you can tell them, hey, man, you can build up Instagram following and, and you can do sponsor spots and, and, and folks will pay you to wear a t-shirt on Instagram and you can make a few hundred dollars like that. So we're not giving them a game plan and answering that question. So really quickly, I got to do my quote of the day, man. Um, uh, and, and let me know if you got a special quote that, that you love to live by or motto. Uh, but, but today's quote of the day is, is my man, um, it's the money team, right? The ERGJ Tycoons starting five. At point guard, Number one, Amazon, right? See, ERGJ is all about helping you understand how to build an empire. His point guard for his money team is Amazon. 
Ex-shooting guard number two, Bitcoin. He's investing heavily in Bitcoin and teaches Bitcoin classes because Bitcoin is performing really well right now, right? No, at small forward, Home Depot, right? Who'd have thought about investing in Home Depot? Home Depot is killing it, right? Everybody is in Home Depot once a week. If you own a home, you are all up and through Home Depot, but you're not buying any stock at Home Depot. At Power Forward is his library, right? What are you putting in here that's going to help you be able to pick out the next winning investment? And at center, number five is discernment, right? That little voice inside of each and every one of you, what is that little voice saying to you? Where is it leading you? Where is it guiding you? And do you ever sit down in quiet space long enough to even be able to hear that little voice? That's a starting five for uh, the ERGJ Tycoon's starting five. That is his money team. Uh, quarter today sponsored by theblackbillionairesclub.com. Uh, you can get the book. Uh, it is in print. It is. It will be released on the target release day of July 4th. It's a reason the man is releasing the book on Independence Day, because this book is going to help you secure your independence if you want to go at it. Uh, the guy has literally studied the 12 black billionaires on the planet and how they made their billions. So go to www.theblackbillionairesclub.com. You can still pre-order the book. And it will be released July 4th, 2017, right on schedule. So, Marquill, favorite quote, man, or, or motto that you like to live by? Favorite quote, and it's, it's one I read every day, and it's kind of long, but it's not super long. But it's, um, it's, it's by Marion Williamson. It's our deepest fear is not, not that we're inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we're powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are we not to be? You're a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We're all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And, it's, and as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we're liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Man, that, that is one of the most powerful quotes on the planet. My girl, Nakisha Smith, says it like this. The sun don't give a blip who it blinds when it shines. Exactly. See, a lot of us will take our light and put it under a bush because we don't want to offend others, mm -hmm. right? But at the same time, there are so many more people that need to see our light in order to get their light to come on or to stay on. So I love that quote, brother. So we talked briefly about who you are, what you do, man. You do a ton of stuff uh, uh, from, from the terms of building your empire. You know, you got your hands in real estate. Your, 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 your online marketing empire is just exploding, brother. I know uh, I, can't, I can't go anywhere or talk to anybody who's not coaching with you or have coached with you <laughs> at some point, man. Seriously, I, I had my girl Sharon on the show as a phenomenal female entrepreneur. She said, hey, you know, uh, Marquell, I see. I had somebody else on. So I was like, yeah, I, I'm talking to Marquell. Like, so everywhere I turn, people are being coached by you. So that's, that's amazing, brother, that you're pouring into so many people, man, and, and building that legacy. But, but we talked a little bit about 
um, you know, what you're doing uh, and, and you're talking to the young guys, but you have an actual movement that you're really pouring to these young guys. Talk about where you were mentally when you start pinning the book, Breaking the Cycle, 13 Proven Principles to Break the Cycle of Poverty, Crime, and Fatherlessness. Where were you mentally that, that made you say, you know what, this needs to be in our community? Great question, man. So it, it came. So I, that so the one. So the title you just read. That's like the newer version. The mm -hmm. first version I did about. I want to say about four or five years ago. This mm -hmm. newer version we released the end of last year, or the beginning okay. of this year one. But um. So the first one was. I, so where I was mentally. Believe it or not, when I did the first one, I was living in an apartment. I was about almost evicted from the apartment. Mm -hmm. But at this time, I had accumulated all this information from these events, from listening to hours of like Jim Rohn, Miles Monroe, Les Brown, Tony Robbins, just traveling or whatever the case may be. And I had thought to myself, I'm like, man, what if, I'm like, what's the best way for me to get this information out to more people? Because I'm like, more people, what if I knew this when I was 15 or 16 or 13? What if I knew this stuff growing up? So mm -hmm. I was like, how do I take what I know, what I've learned and give it out mm -hmm. to the world? So I began, I kept, you know, God gave me a vision to do a book. So I reached out to a gentleman, hired him to help me put my book together. And mm -hmm. um, I just took all my notes that I had and I just began to put the book together. I sat up a few nights all night. Like, I think mm -hmm. I had the whole book done in like one week or less, just mm -hmm. sitting up all night getting it done. And um, my whole mission was like, how do I get this out to more people? And I was like, you know, if we can get this in more hands of the youth. How can we mm -hmm. change things? So now the message has just become more refined as I've grown more as a person, as a man, as a, as a marketer, as an entrepreneur, we just refined the message more and mm -hmm. take it from, because one of my mentors, you know, Brian, Brian mm -hmm. told me, uh, we went to an event one time about two or three years ago, and it was an authors and speakers event. And at this event, it was only me and one other person who actually had our book done. So mm -hmm. they let us stand up and talk about our book and what we was up to. So when I shared my story, Brian was like, man, you should start, you should start doing your own events and i was like well now and he was like yeah he was like he was like it's your story bro you can do some things so i mm -hmm. I, I then i bought the i am breaking the cycle domain um, domain right there on the spot i immediately mm -hmm. jumped on it he gave mm -hmm. me the blueprint of doing my first event mm -hmm. i dove out and did my first one so then it just went from just being a book to an actual event we started doing that yearly for like three years now we're about to do another one so it just continued to grow and now mm -hmm. we're working on just making it like an annual ongoing mentorship program. So now it's not just a right. one-time event year, but we have the young guys partnered up with mentors and things of that nature. And we're just mm -hmm. really growing the brand, turning it into a home study course and, you know, just really taking right. it to all the level. But, but the mission was just like, how do I take this, what I know now, right? Because the only, the only difference in the people who are successful and those people who are not is that these people just know something that these people don't know. And if, we can, and if we can bridge that gap, and really give them the game plan of how to implement it. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. we can make magic happen. So that's kind of where I was when it came to putting that out there. Awesome, awesome. And, and, and talk about these these five principles uh, a little bit that, that I picked up on when I was doing my research. Uh, and, and, and it's cool that your, your number one is the same as my number one. I, I teach my sons, I have five sons and I raised two other boys. Uh, along the way. And I teach him that the number one thing a man has to be is responsible. And I saw that that was your number one. Uh, but you had the responsibility, the ability to design your future, entrepreneurship, uh, motivation, how to stay happy and stay motivated, and then money. So talk about a little bit of those five principles and why you think that's so important for our young folks. 
So number one is taking personal responsibility. Like it's huge. Like I have rules that I read off to myself every morning. And one of them is I take responsibility for everything that shows my life. So mm -hmm. a lot of times, especially us as black men, a lot of times our community, we get so caught up in blaming the white man or, you know, blaming mm -hmm. the devil and blaming our dad for not being around and all this different type of stuff. Instead of saying, how do I, this is my doing. How do mm -hmm. I take responsibility for changing? If I want the community to be better, how do I take responsibility for that? If I want my family to be better, how do I take responsibility for that? If I want a better paying job or I want to start a business, or I want to fix my finances, how do I stop complaining about this job and how do I go out and start my business? Right. It's right. simple. People want to make more money. They hate their job. What do you do? Go start a business. Like, stop crying about it, right? Get up and that, change it. That's my favorite question. I like to ask. <laughs> do you really want to change your situation or do you just like complaining about it? Yeah. I mean, change like it. Complaining about it. I don't want to hear it. Man, it's, <laughs> sick, it's, it's, it's sickening, bro. I can help you. <laughs> it's sickening, man. It's sickening. People like, people pray for better finances. They pray for better health. You pray for better health, but then you go to the drive through at Popeyes. So I'm like, <laughs> You got to take responsibility. You pray for better finances, but then you, you just wait for God to just dump money in your bank account. I'm like, come on. You, it's like it, God has given you everything. You have God within. Go out and make something happen. Activate it. So yeah. that's number one. Take personal responsibility. Yeah. Number two is designing your future. I mean, I don't care about your background. I don't care about none of that. I, I got, that's why I always share my story. Like, none of that stuff matters. I mean, most people who are massively successful started off with nothing. You just, you decide what is it that you want, number one. What is it that you want? Take off all the self-governing stuff off of it. What do you want? Number two, right. why do you want it? Mm -hmm. And number three, who do you got to become to have that, right? It's two types of work you're going to do to make that happen. The things you want, it's two types of work. It's number one, the work you got to do every day as far as business or making money. And number two, the most important work is the work that you're doing yourself. Mm -hmm. So, Whatever that life is, you can design it. It's not, it's not, it's, you don't have, it doesn't happen by mistake. Like the life I have right. now, I've been blessed to be able to use my God-given abilities to create it. Like I literally came from nothing. We've been able to create this. It's like we are creators, right? We were born to create. So whatever it is you want, you literally can create it. It just starts all right here. So that's one and two. And I don't want to ramble on. I don't know if you want to jump in between these or what. Yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, so that's design. So that's design. Um, so that's design your um, design your life. I mean, it's really that easy. You can you basically have a blank canvas and you mm -hmm. can create whatever it is you want. Right. And the only right. only differentiating factor is this between here. How you think the mind. You know, it's mm -hmm. only it's a, the difference between the winners and the losers. The only different differentiating factor is the mind of the person that's in the game. So that's right. it. So that's that's number two. Number three is entrepreneurship. My personal belief is that entrepreneurship. It's not politicians. It's not the president. Entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs are the ones who control the economy. So mm -hmm. I hate. I was. I was telling my wife the other day. We was riding, and we heard um, the like the mayor. I think it was a mayor commercial or something like that. And it was like, well, vote for this person. You know, he's on a mission to create more jobs. And I just chuckled. And she was <laughs> like, why you laugh? And I was like, these guys just saying that because that's the conversation that's going on is marketing. Like mm -hmm. politicians don't create jobs. They don't. Entrepreneurs do. If they really want to say something that was true, they would say, this politician is focused on imp entrepreneurship empowerment, empowering more entrepreneurs, creating more programs for entrepreneurs so yes. they can create more jobs. Yes. That's who creates the jobs, not this politician, because this politician probably has never even owned a business. So how is <laughs> right. he going to create jobs? 
Right. So entrepreneurship is the way. It's the only way. That's how you fuel the economy. You know, and then the cool thing about being an entrepreneur, some people cry about paying taxes or paying too much in taxes. Well, start a business. <laughs> you know, that's my whole thing, right? All right, you can complain. Do you like to pay taxes? Or do you just like to complain about it, man? You can complain or start a business. That entrepreneurship is a new retirement plan, man. It's, oh, it's, my God. If, if you're not going to, to get off your assets and build an asset, then stop complaining, stop man. Stop complaining, I love man. the analogy that politicians don't create jobs. Uh, entrepreneurs do, and politicians could actually empower entrepreneurs to create even more jobs, man. So that's that's phenomenal. Uh, and our young people, uh, and, and you got a chance to meet Ariel and what she's doing with Young okay. Biz Kids. Uh, they just had a wonderful marketplace on Saturday. Uh, kids set up and, and, and made some cake, man. Them little kids was out there getting it. And I like that, putting that into uh, our babies at a young age. And then the last two, uh, happy and staying motivated and then just money principles. Uh, why do you think that's important for our young folks to, to learn early. Great question. So, so, so happiness and so I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm going to demystify happiness and motivation. So I, I posted on Facebook, I think last week, that said a lot of people are trying to get rich before they become happy when mm-hmm. happiness is free. Wow. So a lot, so I was on the call the other morning and a buddy of mine was asking me, man, how do you like maintain the peace and all this different type of stuff? And I was like, having peace is like being happy. You just mm-hmm. decide. Yeah. You just wake up and decide if you're going to be happy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a certain amount of money that you create when you become happy, you just decide. You don't have to have money to be happy. You just decide, I'm going to be happy. And believe it or not, by you being happy, you will attract more money because mm-hmm. it's the energy, right? Exactly. So it's kind of like, it's like gratitude. It's like Oprah says, the more things you have to be grateful for, the more things, or the more, the more you're grateful, the more things you'll have to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, even if you don't have, even if everything, everything ain't going your way, what do you have to be grateful for though? I always right. ask my clients during our coaching calls, before we get into any coaching, before they ask me any questions, I say, what, what's positive in your life right now? Mm-hmm. And then I say, what are you most grateful for? Wow. Because even if they came in, things ain't working out with the Facebook ads or whatever, we automatically start with a positive energy. Mm-hmm. And that kind of shifts the whole conversation. So happiness, you just decide to be happy. You don't, you don't have to have anything, right? So that's number one. Especially black people, man. We, we come from nothing, man. Like, like even the slavery days, I mean, they just made ways to be happy, right? With songs and, you know, mm-hmm. just different things. It's coming from nothing. Like, even when I was young, like, even not having nothing, you just, you make the best out of it, right? You just, you can't afford a birthday party. You just work with what you got. So it's like, yeah. now when you start getting a little money, things just get better. But, like, start where you are. Be happy where you are. Not, I ain't saying you got to be content with where you are or complacent, but be happy where you are. Be grateful for where you are. And then you, now you realize the assets that you have, and then you can build off of that. Yeah. Now you look at it, you, you look at all of the things that, you know, you've gone through, even to be where you are, it's, it's, there's always something to be grateful for because there's always somebody who's doing works in you. I, 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 I heard a pastor say one time, I'm sitting in church and he said, if you change one letter and one word, it will change your happy forever. Right. Mm. He said, stop saying what you got to do and start saying what you get to do. Mm. Man, 
I said, so my mom lives about 30 minutes from me, right? And from time to time, she locks herself out. Right in the middle of me doing something that I'm trying to finish, and she calls me because I got a key to her place. Hey, you know what? There's my key in the house. Can you come down here and let me in? And I used to say, man, I got to stop what I'm doing, and I got to go let my mom in, right? It's hot, it's cold, or whatever the situation is. But after I heard that sermon, I started saying, you know what? I get to go let my mom in because somebody's mom ain't around. Oh. I don't got to do that. I get to do that because she's still here and here for me to do that. So that's one of the things that I use to kind of, you know, transform my slump. If I'm not feeling well and not feeling so happy and motivated, it's like, wait a minute, I'm still breathing. I get to do this and get to transform this situation, man. So uh, number five was money. Why are we teaching money to the kids at a young age? So I think because like the kids are motivated by money. So a lot of times they're motivated by money. So I, the way I get my kids to do things is a prime example. So last time, so every quarter, me and my, me and my family, we go on a trip. And I do my, I get to do my quarterly review. And I like that we get to travel and do some other so, stuff. So a family business retreat, right? It's not a big family, family, family business retreat, <laughs> right. So we get to write it off, right? Family business retreat. So our first one of the year, we went to um, Hilton Head. Next week, next Thursday, we fly out to Cali. Um, so there, so the first trip I taught them about, we can, we broke down like five family declarations. So mm-hmm. I know they, it's on their mind a little, but not really. So what mm-hmm. I'm doing now, I'm having my wife print them out again, just to kind of bring it to their remembrance. And I'm going to have all of them teach it. I'm, I'm going to have all of them tell me what the five are mm-hmm. and what do they mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to pay them to do it. Like, Hey, you get this right. Y'all want to make some money? All right, some easy money. Okay. This is what I want you to do. I'm mm-hmm. also having that, that quote I shared earlier. Because I, mm-hmm. I want them to remember it. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to have them memorize that poem. I mean, that quote, the, mm-hmm. Our Deepest Fear. Mm-hmm. And, hey, memorize it. I'm going to pay you to do it. Right? Right. right. So that's kind of a little business. Like, just do this. I'm going to pay you to do it. I'm not going to, like, force. I'm gonna, uh, uh, I could force them on to learn it. But I'm like, I'm going to pay them mm-hmm. to do it. Because all this stuff is, like, being embedded. So we always teach them. And I always tell them. Hey, look, when you get your money, put 30% here, 30% here, 30% here, 10% in ties. So we've been, mm-hmm. been betting into them in church. I don't care if you make, you know, $5, you know, put your ties in church, you know, $10, put your ties in church or whatever the case may be, and mm-hmm. now keep some money coming in. So I got my son, now they're going around, you know, doing the lawn care thing, pushing mm-hmm. them a little more to go out and do more of it because they make $20. Now he didn't got comfortable <laughs> for the week. So I'm like, bro, I'm like, imagine if you just did one yard a day, man, five dollars, five days a week, you made a hundred dollars a week. That's four hundred dollars a month. That's, you know, twelve hundred dollars over the next three months. I'm like, that's just with one yard, man. Like, don't get complacent, bro, because you got 20 bucks in your pocket, man. Like, come on. So it's important. It's important to do that because and teach our youth about money, because if not, they'll get the limiting beliefs like, you know, money doesn't grow on trees, money's hard to make, it's for to go out and blow all your money. Now, I don't have a problem with enjoying your money if you got it, but like, it's important to teach that because mm-hmm. now you now you can build some wealth. And if I'm going to leave leave you money, if I'm going to give you an inheritance, I think it's important for you to understand how to handle the inheritance so we can continue to leave it for legacy after legacy after legacy. So I think it's extremely important that we yeah. teach that. Yeah, it, it, it is tremendous because the last thing that you want to do, and I know you are a lot like me, you're thinking about your last name. You're thinking about a hundred years from now, the Russells are still straight. The only 
happens, the only way that happens is if your kids understand how to handle these resources. The only way that happens if their kids understand how to maintain and grow the empire and the legacy. And even if they don't know how to grow it, they certainly got to know how to keep it because right. If, if they understand nothing else, just say, hey, we got a $50 million empire. We live off the interest at $5 million a year, and we just stay there and, <laughs> and, and don't. You can't mess up. that up. Then we, we just keep passing the principle down from generation to generation, and nobody ever has to do anything. Because one thing I can guarantee you is that the Rockefeller children ain't worried about nothing. No, right? Absolutely not. The Carnegie's ain't worried about nothing. The Kennedys ain't worried about nothing because they they were taught these five core principles uh, at an early age, man. And and I think that's so important. So you got to go out to, uh, give me the the website again, IamBreakingTheCycle.com. IamBreakingTheCycle.com. It's IamBreakingTheCycle.com. Go out and grab that book, y'all. Sit down and make that a family study. Just like when ERGJ drops the uh, the, uh, the Billionaires uh, Club book. That's a study of black billionaires. We have to start looking at the books that we can make a family study along with scripture, right? Because scripture is, is, is where it's at. But then what other pieces can we make a family study that will help our family from one generation to the next get principled in what they're doing? And sometimes, especially when you're dealing with children, sometimes the Scripture might be hard to translate True. From one to the other, but you can take a piece like the Black Billionaires Club. You can take a piece like I Am Breaking the Cycle, and maybe that becomes easier reading, and maybe your children will pick that up and read on their own before they will pick the scriptures up and read on their own. So we got to find ways to get these principles into our children. And, and, and let's be clear, they're the same principles, right? 100%. <laughs> they're the same principles. 100%. Sometimes it's just a matter of when you put things in a different package, they're just more appealing. That's just what it is, right? Most most kids don't know, uh, or, or most adults don't know that Think and Grow Rich is all scriptural based. The, the foundational principles from Think and Grow Rich came from the good book. But you can't, you won't pick up the good book, but you will live and die by Think and Grow Rich in those principles, <laughs> right? True. It's, it's the, it's the same thing, right? True. The man thinking big, all of these wonderful uh, uh, self-development books, they're all based on truth and principles from uh, the scriptures. So we're winding down, bro. It's, it's, we got about eight minutes. What do you have coming up? I know you said the, the, the event for uh, the youth is coming up, and I, I'm glad to see that, that, that you're working it out to get my man Mikey on the bill somewhere. Yeah, definitely. We definitely have Mikey down for sure. Cool, cool. So, 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 do you have dates for that? Uh, and what you got coming up? I will have the dates locked down. Um, I'm, I'm shooting to have them locked down within the next week or so because I want to do one before school starts okay. back or like at the top of school. But I'm definitely gonna have Mike come down. He's gonna be our special keynote speaker. Um, okay. We're gonna partner up. Me and Mike are gonna we're gonna do a lot of stuff together because that's like one of my big visions. I got another um, group, a duo of mentors, I me mean, mentees that I'm working with. They, they have a lemonade business. You probably seen them. Mm-hmm. They, have, they have their own lemonade or whatever. So I think yeah. it's very, very important. So we're going to do something, you know, bring those guys together as well and make it make it cool to have businesses, right? Just like it's cool yeah. to go to the NBA or whatever. It's going to be cool to have a business. Exactly. So, um, so we focused on that. I have a new book coming soon called The Seven Habits of Highly Productive Millionaire Internet Entrepreneurs. 
it's mm-hmm. like being edited and so forth right now. So I'll let you know when that's done and maybe I can make on and we can talk about that or whatever. Yeah, definitely. And um, definitely. yeah, so we got that. And mainly what I'm doing, I'm just really staying focused. I'm doing some traveling. I'm speaking at an event this Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just really just staying focused. And I don't really like to do a whole lot of different things if it's not in alignment with, number one, growing our coaching and training company, helping our clients grow their online businesses or mm-hmm. our Breaking the Cycle program. So I have, right. a, I have another book. Um, for those of you who want to learn how to grow an online business, how to take your knowledge, your expertise, and your passion and turn it into an online business where you can grow up to six or seven figures, it's called Intellectual Profits. And if you go to MarkCoreRussell.com, uh, M-A-R-Q-U-E-L-R-U-S-S-E-L-L.com, you can actually get that for free, the full thing, and you get some other cool trainers that go along with it to help you implement it. But um, that's really it, man, really helping empower entrepreneurs, really just helping change the world. And um, that's how we we change the world one life at a time, right? Exactly, uh, and, and that's the thing, man. It's it's those who I like to say that that I am looking to change the world, uh, but I'm starting with the people who want to change themselves, right? <laughs> that's that's the only that's the only people we can help. If you, we can't help nobody who don't want to help themselves, that's the bottom line. Because I I tried it the other way, right? Pulling people, I'm dragging people. It's like. You, it's, it's too draining, man. It's too draining. You you only can help those who want to help themselves. Like I don't go like I got my buddy still in the hood. Everybody's still doing the same thing. But I don't I don't go bashing them and talking down on them. We still kick it. We still talk. But it's mm-hmm. not like, hey, bro, y'all should be doing this and blah blah blah. They see me doing my thing. I mean, when the time is right, the time is right. You know, I speak to people right. every day who claim they got they want to make ten, twenty thousand, hundred thousand a month online, but they don't even mm-hmm. want to invest a couple thousand dollars in themselves. I'm like, it just it don't work like that. You got to sow some kind of seed. And you know what's so funny? And I try to get this across, and I say this every other episode or so, but the number one reason people don't invest in themselves is because they don't value themselves. See, you only invest in something that you value. See, the guy who doesn't value that car, that's not the guy who's out there wiping that rust bucket up every other day. Mm. But the guy who values that rust bucket he keeps that mug clean as a whip, even though his, the body is rusted out and, and, and there's a hole in the floor, but he values it. So he invests in the armor all. He invests in, in the turtle wax and he invests in the tire shine. Mm. Most people don't get that. If you're not willing to invest in yourself, what you're saying is you don't value yourself because mm. you invest in the things that you value. Mm. So, Give me your last thoughts, man. Talk to the people, man. What 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 could you say to a budding? Because a lot of my my followers are budding online entrepreneurs. They're, 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 they they have brick and mortar businesses, or they have network marketing uh, deals that they're working, and they're trying to make the transition to how do I get the internet to help me build this business? I want let's do, let's do two things. Let's do two things. One is we know this great tool called the internet can help. But secondly, we know that people are trying to make this thing called the internet do the work. You still right. got to do the work. Y'all. You got to do the work. Right. Do the work. So talk about doing the work, but then how you can leverage the internet to make the work a little easier, but you still got to do the work. Right. True. So I'm glad you said that. And like, so I said it earlier, it's two types of work you got to do to make this work. Number one, the most important work is the work you're doing yourself. If you're waking up every day and you don't have some kind of personal morning development ritual, like you're not reading books, you're not listening to audios, you're not plugging into Cortez's show, implementing, like working on yourself mentally right here, 
Mm-hmm. You, you can hang it up, right? Because right. you got to be making sure the soil is fertile. Yeah. You got to be doing that. You got to start your day with that. So that's the work that you're doing yourself. That's the most important work you're going to do, hands down. Mm-hmm. Number two, as far as doing the work, it's about really just simplifying, picking one thing and just pick and following one day, just following. So if you follow Cortez, obviously you follow Cortez, just follow his brother and do what he says, right? Get on this video marketing train. I mean, he said it's twenty seven dollars. I mean, come on, man. Right. If you're not, if you haven't bought that already, you crazy. <laughs> right. Get that. Buy the course. If you're gonna do video marketing, focus on just doing what he teaches you as far as video marketing, and don't do nothing else but that. And what Cortez tell you over the next ninety days. That's it. Don't get sucked into this webinar talking about this new shiny object. Get sucked into this thing talking about this, 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 and the third. Just if you're going to do video marketing, just focus on just what Cortez teaches you tonight when it relates to video marketing. Focus on nothing but that for the next 9,200 days. Don't get on any more other webinars about nothing else. Just focus on what Cortez teaches. I promise you, you're going to start seeing momentum. And then you consistently build on that. That's all you do. You just do it one thing at a time. Because if you don't, you'll get overwhelmed and you'll start making excuses about how you're overwhelmed and start blaming all these people. If you follow this Cortez, we're just going to teach you at video marketing. He's also going to give you the Facebook ad training. So when you do the video for the next 90 to 120 days, right, mm-hmm. then you start getting 20 to 25 leads a day from the video marketing. Now you're proficient with that. It's running by itself. Now you add the video, the paid advertising on top of it with the Facebook ads, and you focus on nothing but that for the next 90 to 120 days. It's a complete game changer, but it all starts with the work you're doing with yourself and having a vision. Like if you don't have a vision of who you want to become, the type of business you want to have, and what you want, you're going to be swayed by all these different people online. They're going, to, they're going to drag you into their vision if you don't have your own vision. You're going to easily be swayed. So that's why I always tell people, if you don't got anything with this or this, I can easily say no right. because it's not in alignment with my vision. So I'm not getting sucked into everybody else's vision. And if you don't know who you are and who you're destined, who you're planning to become or who you are personally, you're mm-hmm. going to be swayed by everybody else. So if you focus on yourself, that personal growth, and then just do a Cortez sale over the next 90 to 120 days, buy the $47 program, get started, focus on that the next 90 to 120 days. And after that, once you're proficient and you got it going, then you can add the Facebook ads on top of it if you want, you know, mm-hmm. and then just focus on that. And I promise you, just with that alone, you can easily 10 extra business, hit six or seven figures, whatever your goals are by the end of the year. Just focus on those simple things and keeping it super simple. Keep it simple, y'all. Keep it simple. Master one thing, man. That's it's, it. It's, it's, That's it. It's really that simple. All the place. And I love that you said earlier, and we're going to wrap. We're right at 8 o'clock. But you said you, when you got into attraction marketing, you got into uh, learning and, and using the internet, you said you emptied your savings, getting your hand on everything that you could. And my man Corey Briggs put up a quote the other uh, a couple months back that I love. He said, "At some point, it's a matter of emptying your wallet to fill your head, and then you will get to a point where you can empty your head and fill your wallet." How good does it feel, brother, that you can take what you've been soaking up for the last ten years? Now you can put that into the marketplace, and 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 basically. It's a blank check for you, right? Because yeah. you literally demand whatever it is that you want because of, of that. How good did that feel, bro? It's it's amazing, man. It's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So that's you guys have been listening to and learning from my man Marquel Russell. Don't forget, uh, Bethany says uh, she ordered the book and she would like for you to sign it. 
Uh, I, will, I got you. I got uh, you covered. So, that uh, you'll see an uh, order from a Brandy Gates, possibly. So if you see that, please sign it for my girl and, gotcha. and ship it out to her. Anybody else going to order? Uh, I am, uh, um, what is it? I am breaking the cycle. I am breaking the cycle.com and all, all the proceeds from that book goes towards our breaking the cycle organization. So it's all about fueling the events, like paying for guys like Mikey to come down. Yeah. It all goes towards doing the events for the youth. So it's not, we don't make any money on the books. I am breaking the cycle.com. 100% of the proceeds goes to the organization to Mm -hmm. keep these young brothers trained up with 13 principles. We just gave you the five. Responsibility, design your future, entrepreneurship, motivation, happiness, and money. But there's 13 of these principles that you could be pouring into your children that could set them apart from those. And guess what? Here's the thing about about leadership. See, when, when you can pour into your children and set them apart and they can do some amazing things, guess what? They will start attracting some of those kids away from some of that negative stuff and pulling them towards a positive light. So pour this stuff to your children, man. That That is amazing. You want to say create, something? You create a new cycle, right? You break one cycle and create a new one. cycle, man, that, that these kids are starting to follow one another down the right path. So, uh, Marquell, you got to stay on for a second, brother. I appreciate you coming on, pouring into sure, I see the hearts and everything coming up, so everybody is loving the show and the content. So, uh, again, uh, just a quick announcement. The link to the uh, uh, video marketing course is in the description somewhere. I'll put it in the uh, chat or, or wherever you can find it so you get registered for that class. It's going to take place tonight. Uh, I am H. Fortes, the one and only financial health mentor to the black community, everybody's favorite fatherpreneur. This is Marquell Russell, your favorite entrepreneur's favorite entrepreneur. He's certainly my favorite entrepreneur, so I'm glad he was able to come out and share with us this morning. Until we talk to you guys next time, we want you to get your money up because you absolutely can do it.